In Isaiah 58, this is part two, when they asked, why should we fast or why have we fasted? Why have we afflicted ourselves? It says in what scripture? The Lord brings out that they, they fast only basically to benefit themselves because they're still doing things and not stopping them from the wickedness. The fasting that you do today will not cause your voice to be heard on high because it's not in full repentance. So in verse 5, Is such a fast as yours what I have chosen, a day for man to humble himself with sorrow in his soul? The true fasting merely is not mechanical. It is only to bow down his head like a bulrush and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him to indicate a condition of the heart that he does not have. So if you fashion it only in tradition, then it's not going to be heard on high. You call this fast an acceptable day of the Lord because it's under your precepts, your perception. So, rather, is not this the fast that I have chosen to loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the bands of your yokes, to let you to let the oppressed be free and that you break every enslaving yoke. It is not to divide your bread. Is it not to divide your bread with the hungry and bring the homeless poor into your house? When you see the naked that you would cover him and that you hide not yourself from the needs of your own flesh and blood. Then shall your light break forth like a morning and your healing, your restoration, and the power of new life shall spring forth speedily. Your righteousness, your justice, your right relationship with God shall go before you, conducting you to peace and prosperity, and the glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. You shall cry, and he will say, Here I am, if you take away from your midst of your yoke of oppression, whenever you find them. The finger pointing in scorn towards the oppressed or the godly. 
in every form of false, harsh, unjust, and wicked speaking. And if you pour out that which you sustain your own life for the hungry and satisfy the need of the afflicted, then shall your light rise in darkness and your obscurity and gloom become like noonday. Psalms 91 talks about the noonday. And the Lord shall guide you continually and satisfy you in drought and in dry places and make strong your bones. And you shall be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters fail not. And your ancient ruins shall be rebuilt. You shall raise up in foundations of buildings that have laid waste for many generations. And you shall be called repairer of the breach, restorer of streets to dwell in. If you turn away your foot from traveling unduly on the Sabbath, from doing your own pleasure on my holy day, and call the Sabbath a spiritual delight, the holy day of the Lord, honorable and holy, and and honor him in it, not doing your own way or seeking or finding your own pleasure or speaking with your own idle words. Then you will delight yourself in the Lord and will make you a ride on the, and he will make you ride on high places of the earth and I will feed you with the inheritance promised to, for you, for Jacob, your father, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. That's Isaiah the date from verse 5 through 14. And if your ears can hear, it's speaking to you. It's saying if if you don't hold my times holy and my seasons holy in light of what he's given us and we don't take care of other people and people in distress and people homeless and everything if we don't give forth in that way or even examine ourselves what good is the fast if you partake of it it means nothing because you're not holy and consecrated to the Lord. You're not giving of yourself to the things of the Lord. And many people are hurting right now. And you give of what you have. I know that people, even myself, we don't have much, but there is a portion. There is a portion. 
And I have an example that I'm going to bring up to the Lord tonight. I passed by a man who was outside of a a store and he asked me for 25 cents. I didn't give it to him. I had money. I had maybe five dollars when I was going in to get something. Now, in my own right, I only had five dollars. That's all I had. And I had to get something. And in my searching in the store, I couldn't find it. And so I left and I forgot all about that man. Just forgot all about him. But I had 25 cents to give him. And I didn't give it to him. Even after I left, I I totally spaced it. Thinking of other things going on on my daily routine and doing what I needed to do with $5. Okay, I wasn't doing a whole lot, believe me. But I still had $5 when I came back. So what good did it do? I didn't get what I needed. He didn't get what he needed. He was only asking for 25 cents. Sometimes you don't know if that's... That isn't an angel in disguise testing you. And believe me, I know I've been tested with that. And for some reason that day, it didn't go forth from me. And I really can't say why. Maybe caught up in just not thinking. But there you go. We're all human, and we do. We do miss the mark at times. We're not, we're not all so aware, but that's something I'm going to repent of, even though it was 25 cents. So that's just an example. That's a personal example. Would God look at that to be minor? I don't know. But it is still something I need to check before him because maybe I need to become more aware. And some people would say, well, you didn't get a check to give it to him, like a prompting, a prompting. So... Well, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to have that prompting to do it. It's an issue of the heart. The Lord's not always going to prompt you. And what if he was asking for my whole $5? I mean... (laughs) You know, 
would I have done that going into a store knowing that's all I had I don't know that wasn't the test I guess <laughs> um but could I have could I have given it to him not worrying about what I was going in there for <laughs> it's a big question Because things are um, troubling to us right now when we want to get what we need. And have satisfaction that we have it. It's comfort. Making sure we have things. That's the human part. The human factor. So no matter how big or minor it is, it's it's still it's still in that category. I've been so short in everything that I've given the widow's might, you know. So I know what it feels to be without to not have So I just want to bring the second part in the whole aspect of Yom Kippur and the blessing. From it. So I wish you well and hope you'll think about it. Be in alignment. Do you remember when you were young, possibly? The Lord's bringing this up to me right now. Do you remember when you'd take Oreos and you'd split them in half and let the creamy middle out and share the other half and maybe do it a few times and one time you would give the creamy side to the other person and you would take the cookie side and you'd go back and forth like that and just share with somebody when you were a kid because it was fun and you were sharing in a moment you had Oreo cookies well, same is true with everything that we come to in grown-up life. At 25 cents, it's the other cookie. 
and I didn't share it. I'd lost my delight maybe that day because I was too concerned about what I needed to get. So that's kind of an analogy that he's given me that why couldn't I have delighted in 25 cents? think about it it isn't life shattering or anything but there's bigger things upon that it could have a lot more consequences and we want blessings to pour out from heaven And we want our rear guard to be there. This is the time. So be ready. And if you miss it, Just repent with your whole heart. I'm sorry, Lord, I missed that.